All right, so three weeks ago, we started this series. It's our final series at Worship Coil this school year, and it's called Moving Forward because it's that time of year where you guys are moving forward, whether you are graduating from high school or whether you are just stepping into a new grade, whatever, uh, whatever comes next for you, you are entering a new phase in life. And so are you guys paying attention? All right, just checking. Stay with me. Stay with me. Um, So you guys are entering a new phase in life. And so um, I I really spent some time thinking, what are the things as you step out of Worship Uncoiled and into your summer or on to what's next, what are the things that I want you to remember most? And so we started this series three weeks ago. And three weeks ago, uh, we simply talked about the truth that you are loved that you are loved beyond what you could ever imagine or think or believe, that there is a God that created you, that loves you deeply. And I encouraged you to write a letter to yourself and, and simply remind yourself how loved you are so that when you have one of those days where you're just not feeling loved, you can pull that letter out and remind yourself the truth that you are loved. And then two weeks ago, we talked about the truth that you have a purpose, that God designed you specifically with a purpose, that he designed you to be the age you are, to be the friends, friends with the people that you're friends with and your circle of influence for a purpose right here, right now. And so uh, the, the main thing we talked about that week was how do we find our purpose? And we said, we ask ourselves, three questions. Uh, What am I good at? What are my talents? Uh, What am I passionate about? And what do I enjoy doing? And when we can answer those three questions, uh, we can begin to narrow down and formulate what our purpose is that God has for us. And so uh, I encourage you guys to answer those questions. And then the last week, last week we talked about this idea that you have help, that we are not left alone to to live our purpose and figure out our purpose on this earth that that God sent himself in the form of the Holy Spirit to be with us and to help us along this life and to help us live out our purpose and to remind us the truths about ourselves and the truth that we are loved. And so I encourage you guys to really begin to listen for the Holy Spirit. Really begin to listen as he speaks through your gut feelings and through other people and through the Bible and just kind of jot down some notes about what the Holy Spirit may be saying to you. And tonight we're finishing up the series. It's our last, last, seri- last lesson here for the year at Worship Uncoiled. And, uh, and it, the thing I want you to remember tonight is simply this. You can be a kingdom worker. You can be a kingdom worker. Go out and be a kingdom worker. Um, I've absolutely loved watching you guys do kingdom work this year. You guys have done tons and tons of kingdom work this year. I sat down at my desk this week and I jotted down uh, just some different ways that I have noticed you guys doing kingdom work this year. Um, So here at Worship Uncoil, just on Sunday nights, we have students that do graphics for the lessons graphics for special events, and graphics for service projects. We have students running uh, slides, lights, and sound. We have students come, that come early to help set up. Are you guys paying attention, Jonah and Ashton? All right, stay with me. Uh, we have students 
that uh, go the extra mile during teardown time, and these students are, uh, are carrying tables when everybody else comes in and sits down. Um, and we have students that run various games at Open Gym and make sure that everything is cleaned up over there. Uh, students do work, kingdom work on the stage. You guys see them up here, whether it's in the band or uh, reading or um, speaking on the stage. We have students speak on the stage. Um, and, then, and then we have these service projects that we've done all year. And we've got some pictures of the service projects. This is what I think is really cool. You guys have no idea you have no idea the difference that you make in the lives of people when you do something simple to serve them. You have no idea the difference that you make in the lives of uh, the people in the nursing home next door. You have no idea the difference you make in the lives of uh, the groups that come in that we have served. And so I jotted down just some things that, that we've done as service projects this year where you guys have changed lives through Kingdom Work. We paired Easter eggs. Uh, we cleaned up after the sportsman's dinner. Um, we set up the Clay County Food Pantry free Christmas store. And I was sick that week. And you guys did that all on your own uh, without me, which was awesome. You guys took charge and took care of that. Uh, you wrote letters to the nursing home residents. You visited the nursing home multiple times. You delivered blankets to the nursing home. You played bingo with the nursing home. We did the dine-in date night. Uh, you guys, you just have no idea the difference that that makes in people's lives. You have no idea the difference that it makes when you go out and you serve. And we want to provide those opportunities for you guys here through our student ministry. But you guys, you do kingdom work outside of our student ministry all the time. Uh, I, I see you guys, again, I jotted some things down. I mean, I, I see you guys build and lift each other up. I see you support one another and help each other when someone is down. I see you praying for each other. Um, you know, I, I've experienced personally your guys' love and support and help with carrying things and moving things. And uh, it's been incredible, the, the difference that you guys have made in my life since I've been on this crutch. Um, I see you guys excel at athletics and academics and, uh, and art and music. And I see you guys do so well in those areas, do so well in those areas that there are other students that look at you and say, I want to be like them. You guys, that's kingdom work. The way we live our lives when we excel at what we're good at is kingdom work. When someone says, I want to be like him, I want to be like her. They are looking at you and you get the opportunity to explain through your actions who Jesus is. That's awesome. It's absolutely incredible to watch. You're setting an incredible example. And, and I've seen you guys serve younger kids. Uh, you serve younger kids in your own ministries in your churches that you attend on Sunday mornings. Uh, I know I have a little six-year-old girl named Luna who goes to 4-H, mini 4-H, and I've seen some of you guys at the mini 4-H's 
4-H meetings that are serving and giving of your time and your energy and your effort is just awesome. And then, uh, you guys, I've seen you serve in your, your friendship circles. Um, just hanging out here at Worship Uncoiled, and, um, and, and I'm sure that when you're hanging out with your friends outside of Worship Uncoiled, you guys are doing kingdom work. It's crazy because we tend to think that kingdom work has to be this big, giant thing that we do. We plan a big program and we step out or we raise all this money or, or we go and we do something huge that everybody takes notice of. Are you guys paying attention, Ashton, Jonah? Stay with me. Stay with me. Uh, you guys go and you, do, you think that kingdom work is this big stuff, but here's the truth. Here's the truth. The truth is that when you go to the movies with your friends, you have the opportunity to do kingdom work. The truth is that when you are hanging out and you're just texting, you have the opportunity to do kingdom work. The truth is, is that when you pick up that musical instrument, when you step out onto that field, when, when you pick up the, the paintbrush or the, the pencil to do what you do best, you have the opportunity to do kingdom work. And God has set you up perfectly to influence people that I will never be able to influence, to touch people's lives that I will never be able to touch. You guys are kingdom workers. And the amount of kingdom work that I have seen just in our time together here this year has been astronomical. It's been incredible. In the, in the book of Romans chapter 12, Paul is laying out the lifestyle that believers in Jesus Christ should live. And he, he starts off uh, with a kind of an interesting uh, interesting sentence in Romans chapter 12. He says, uh, be living sacrifices. Sacrifices were a big deal in that culture. It's the way that you uh, took care of your sins and your problems. And, and Paul says, every day should be a day where we are, we are giving, we are pouring out, and, and we, are, we are giving of ourselves to live for Christ. And he goes on in, in chapter 12 to talk about some of the different ways that we can give of ourselves, some of the different ways that we can live a life that centers around Christ. And, and he's talking about kingdom work. If you look in, in verses four and five, he says, for as in one body, we have many members and the members do not all have the same function. We, though many, are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. What he's saying here is that we are one group, and we all need each other. Every single one of us, paying attention, are important. Every single person here has a purpose, has a job. God has set you up to do what you do best, to influence people that the person next to you may never be able to influence. And, and it's, it's vital that we understand that, that each and every single one of us is an important part of the body. You are important. You are valuable. And it, it's important that we recognize how incredibly important the purpose that we serve 
when we do kingdom work is. He goes on to say this. He sets it up to say you are important. And then in the next few verses, he says this. Maybe. Uh, In Romans 12, 6 through 8, he starts talking about gifts. He says, having gifts that differ according to the grace given us, let us use them. I love that. He says, all right, here's the deal. I'm going to lay it out. I'm going to lay this out to you like you are five years old. I'm going to tell you this the, the best possible way I know how. You have gifts, go use them. You have talents, go use them. Use them. He says, you have, you have gifts that, that everybody's gift is different. Each one of us in this room has a different gift. Now go use them. And, and then he kind of goes through this list. He says, if prophecy in proportion to our faith, if service in our serving, if the one who teaches in his teaching, the one who exhorts in his exhortation, which is kind of a weird word, the one who contributes in generosity, the one who leads with zeal, the one who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness. Now, I went through that list really quick because I think that list is important. But here's what I think Paul is doing in this moment. A lot of people look at that list and they say, those are spiritual gifts. And they get really hung up on this idea that we all have to kind of fit in this mold of those are the spiritual gifts. That's the way we do kingdom work. But here's what I think, and this is just from me, so take this with a grain of salt, but here's what I think. I think Paul is saying, listen, you have some gifts. Use them. Now, I'm going to give you some examples Paul's saying, I'm going to give you some examples of what some gifts look like. Because he was talking to a specific people in a specific time, in a specific culture. And so he started off listing these things that were common in that time. Teaching and prophecy and exhortation and, and all of these things. And he starts to list these things. I don't think that was an exhaustive list. And I think that if Paul were writing to the worship uncoiled group tonight, he would say, you guys have some gifts. Now go use them. And he would start to pick out some examples of of things that are common in this time. And he would say, you guys are servants. I see that in you guys constantly. You have such servants' hearts. Go serve. Go serve with excellence and change people's lives. I think he would write and he would say, listen, you are technologically savvy. You guys are so good with technology. Use it. Go use it and and build people up. And guys, I am... I'm reaching that age, and I was just talking to Kirsten about this. I'm reaching that age that I never thought I would reach where I'm like falling behind technologically. Like we just learned that you can just like hold your card up to a machine and your phone up to a machine and pay for stuff. We're like, oh, that's pretty cool. And I was telling Kirsten, here in a few years, our kids are going to be old enough that they're going to be like, dad, come on, you can do it this way. And my mind is going to be totally blown. And in, in my mind, I'm thinking, dude, I'm still like super young. Like I'm, I'm up with everything. But the truth is I'm not. The truth is you guys are technologically savvy. You guys can step out and you can reach people and you can use technology and social media and apps in a way that I will never be able to use. And you will be able to reach people that I will never be able to reach. And if Paul were writing to you, he would say, you are technologically savvy, use it. Go do it. 
Go do kingdom work with your technology. Go do kingdom work with your social media. Go do kingdom work with the things that you are good at. He would say that you are creative and you are empathetic and you are, you are athletic and you are talented and you are smart. You're so smart. And he would say, listen, go do what you're good at. And here's the deal. He would not give an exhaustive list because there is no exhaustive list to the gifts that God gives us. God pours out more gifts into our lives than we could ever imagine. And my set of gifts looks totally different than your set of gifts. And God just pours into our lives. Are you guys paying attention? You're looking down like you're looking at phones. Just making sure you're paying attention. All right, just checking, just checking. God, God has gifts that he has given you. And so the question is, how do we figure out what we can do for kingdom work? How do we figure that out? And, and it goes back to a little bit about what we talked about our purpose, how we figure out our purpose. And I think that's... Uh, those questions that we asked that week also help us with figuring out what we can do for kingdom work. But I've added one question. And so how do you find your spiritual gifts? How do you find what you're, you're good at to do kingdom work? Now ask yourself the same questions you asked. What am I talented at? What am I passionate about? What do I enjoy doing? And then I added this question because uh, I think this is, this is really important for figuring out kind of the gifts that God has given us. What do people tell you you're good at? What are the natural things that people come up to you and they're like, dude, you're so good at that. And I think it's really important that when we hear that, we say thank you and we're gracious, but we also kind of lock that away and we say, okay, maybe that's something God has gifted me with that I can use for kingdom work, that I can begin to hone in on and, and gather other people around me that are good at that and begin to influence them for God's kingdom. God has given you guys gifts. And I've seen it all year and it's been absolutely incredible watching you do kingdom work. And as we move into the summer and we do CIY conferences and, and we do Sunday night summer events and we do more service projects and I get to spend more time with you guys, I am so excited to watch God continue to do kingdom work through you, to watch him continue to work through you, through the gifts that he has given you. And my hope, my hope is that when you walk out those doors of Worship Uncoiled for the last time, whenever that may be, some of you are going to be in Worship Uncoiled and then come back as leaders like Kevin and Shannon and Caden and Micah did, and you're just going to be here forever. But when you reach that moment where you walk out the last time, my hope is that you will walk out and you will say, I was created with some gifts. And I was created to do kingdom work. That is my hope. My hope is that you will recognize God has given you some gifts. And you will find what gifts 
are specific toward you and you would begin to go use them as kingdom work. And so the practical challenge tonight is simply this. Write down a few things that you can begin to use as kingdom work. What are some things that are your gifts? And, and this last part is, is really important. Some of you are like, I am really, really good at fill in the blank. And then your very next thought is, I have no idea how to use that for God's kingdom. Talk to me about it. Talk to someone else about it. Talk to one of our leaders about it. And begin asking the question, all right, God, I'm, I'm really good at this. How do I use it for your kingdom? And begin to think about it and brainstorm. Because God has given you specific gifts for a specific purpose to go out and do kingdom work. Let me pray for you. God, thank you so much for tonight and the chance to be here.